This is Laura Deirdre. I'm thrilled today to be joined by Dr. Will Enright, an orthopedic surgeon and owner of Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Specialists with offices in Green Bay, Wisconsin, and the surrounding area. The practice also has two surgery centers, and Dr. Enright formerly was medical director of the OSC Surgery Center in Green Bay and is now the, the medical director of the new location in Fox Valley. Dr. Enright, it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast today. Thank you for inviting me. Before we jump into the questions, could you tell us a little bit more about your background? Absolutely. Um, I am an orthopedic surgeon with orthopedic and sports medicine specialists, and I've been here for just over 11 years. It was the first position I took out of training, and uh, I am a general orthopedic surgeon, uh, truly. Uh, I do not subspecialize, which really is great for being able to take care of a wide range of orthopedic complaints. Uh, And I have group of orthopedic surgeons and rheumatologists that uh, has grown over the last few years, and um, it's a fantastic place to practice. It sounds like there's a lot of interesting things going on there. So first off, can you tell us what your top three priorities are for 2021? Well, our number one priority is the same every year, and that's improving the patient experience as an independent orthopedic and rheumatology group, we really do rely on that word of mouth from patients. And the way that we foster that is making sure that each patient who comes in and has contact with our clinic has the best healthcare experience that they have ever had. And then they tell their friends about it and family members, and that's how we grow. So every year, that is our priority. How can we improve that patient experience so that we remain the best healthcare experience that each individual patient has. I would say that the number two priority that we've been discussing lately is maintaining our strong culture between the two orthopedic surgery centers. We have one surgery center that's been established for about six years and has grown significantly and that it is very much up and running. You know, we, we've had a lot of growth and it has been fantastic. With our new surgery center, we have a lot of new staff. We have some new doctors. We're just starting to get that off the ground and we want to prioritize making sure that there is a uniform culture and uniform operations between the two. The third priority that we would have for 2021 is continuing to strike more direct deals with employers and also uh, further establishing a bundled payment package. Over the past few years, patients have seen an increase in high deductible plans. So for I think for the first time in a long time, patients are more cost conscious when making their healthcare decisions. And we stand at a great advantage with this. On average, our surgery centers are able to provide orthopedic services and orthopedic surgery at a significant discount compared to the hospitals, outpatient surgery or total joints in the hospital setting. Patients are starting to ask about that more, and they're starting to recognize it. And we need to learn how to continue 
to press that advantage and to educate people that we are a high quality, lower cost alternative to having surgery done in the hospital setting. Uh, so interesting. And to your last point in, in more of the employer deals and bundled payments, you know, when you are approaching those deals, are, are you seeing significant interest from the employers as well? And how long does it usually take to, you know, really um, from start to finish get some of those deals done? Well, I have been peripherally involved in some of those deals, but I think it is on the order of months as far as start to finish and how do we get that done. What we're seeing a lot with our conversations with employers, they once they understand who we are and what we do and the potential cost savings when they look at their healthcare expenditures with their different plans, they really see the advantage. And they need to find a way then to convince their employees that this is the way to go. And we're happy to educate anybody about what we do and what our results are and share some of our metrics, backing up those great results that we tout to the employers. They need to then find a way to incentivize their employees to come and see us. And there, there's a variety of ways to do that. And I'm not exactly sure about the details of how they do that, but it has been mutually advantageous. It has been a big satisfier to the employers and to the employees that they can find this lower cost option for their orthopedic surgery. And the patients themselves, getting back to our patient experience uh, discussion, they, they are happy with the care that they're getting with us. So they're happy. The employer's happy. We're, of course, happy to take care of them in our surgery center. So it's a win all around. That's great to hear. Now, how do you see orthopedics changing over the next three years or so? I think there's going to be a large migration of cases from the hospital setting to the surgery center setting. I think we got a little bit of a preview of that over the past year with the coronavirus. You know, with everything was shut down for a while, and as it reopened, we looked at what were the concerns of the patients as they returned to healthcare. Because for the longest time, it seemed like everybody was putting off their healthcare decisions and putting off seeking care because of some fear about the virus. And I think that surgery centers were uniquely positioned as things started to open back up to offer a safe place for patients to have their procedures. Our patients were much more comfortable coming to the surgery center knowing that they wouldn't have to go to the hospital because they knew that that's where the sick people were going. So I think that by offering that option, it really opened the eyes of a lot of people to say, you know what, this is a really efficient, safe way to receive my care. And I think that that will continue in addition to the patient perspective I think that there will be more of a push from payers to have their uh, planned participants seek out the care in the surgery center setting. I know that there are some areas, some geographic regions that the major insurance plans are still are right now directing patients to have procedures performed in the surgery center rather than the hospital because of the cost difference. 
That makes a lot of sense. Thank you so much for going through that with us. I think it's really interesting to hear, you know, as more cases and more patients are going to the surgery center, um, you know, and that's a great environment for them. I know you mentioned earlier that you're working on improving the patient experience. Is there anything you can share with us, um, perhaps an initiative or something that you've added or, or plan to add, you know, to really make a, a difference there? We, we ask for feedback from everybody from the patient, from the patient family members, from our employees, from our surgical staff, we're always looking for ways to improve. And it does not matter where those suggestions are coming from, um, we welcome them all. And we then vet those suggestions and compare them to the way we're doing things. And we're always looking for opportunities for improvement. An example would be just the, um, the communication process for um, post-surgical patients. As we've dealt with these unique challenges over the past year, uh, one of the most difficult challenges has been the fact that family members were really not a part of that uh, in-person education because we would test patients beforehand and then ask them to quarantine before the surgery. And then at, around the time of the surgery, we would be interacting with the patient, but because they had been tested, but their family member had not, we could not welcome the family members into the surgery center setting, into the perioperative setting as we usually would. So we had to find ways to communicate with those family members to make sure that they knew that their loved one was being taken care of and to also communicate what to expect when that patient got home. You know, when you take away some of that face-to-face -face communication, it, it does present some challenges and it's definitely different from the way that we had done it before, but we've been working on ways to make that go more smoothly and to make sure that the patient and the patient's family were comfortable with it. And also with our different team members, whether it's the surgeon or the nurses, uh, that they are comfortable communicating to the family members afterwards. Got it. That makes a lot of sense. And really, as you said, it can, it can make a big difference for patients as they're going through the process of getting ready for surgery, undergoing surgery, and then trying to recover. Having that type of communication is so important. My last question here is, what are you most excited about today and what makes you nervous? What makes us most excited is that is that transition of patient volume to the surgery center setting. When you're at a single specialty surgery center such as we have, you really have a lot of opportunity to refine the processes and to make things work better. And you really get the sense of everybody rowing the boat in the same direction. You start to work on fine-tuning the processes and empowering the staff members to contribute to the improvement. What I'm most excited about is how do we continue to do more total joints? How do we continue to make that experience so much better that it's something that people want to talk about? And outside of the whole you know, payer-driven movement towards outpatient surgery centers, 
you know, how do we really differentiate ourselves as the pinnacle of orthopedic care in the area? And I think that that goes right back to what we were talking about before with, with the patient experience. As long as you take care of that, everything else will fall into place. Got it. That makes a lot of sense. And it really, thank you so much, Dr. Enright, for being here today and being part of the podcast. This has been a really fascinating discussion. And I look forward to connecting with you again in the future. Well, thank you very much for having me on. If you enjoyed this interview, check out more Just Like It by subscribing to our Becker's Spine in Orthopedics podcast. Available for download wherever you get your podcasts.